The future of orthodontics is evolving and changing every day. But although the way to achieve practice growth has changed, there's never been a better time to be an orthodontist. Let's get into the minds of industry leaders, forward-thinking orthodontists, and technology insiders to learn how they see the future of the orthodontic specialty. How will digital orthodontics, artificial intelligence, clear aligner therapy, remote monitoring, in-house printing, and other innovations change the way you practice? Join your hosts, Dr. Leon Klempner and Amy Epstein, each month as they bring you insights, tips, and guest interviews focused on helping you capitalize on the opportunities for practice growth. And now, welcome to the golden age of orthodontics with the co-founders of People and Practice, Dr. Leon Klempner and Amy Epstein. Welcome to the newly rebranded podcast now called the golden age of orthodontics. I'm Amy Epstein, and as always, I'm joined by my dad and my business partner, Dr. Leon Klempner. You may have noticed it was called something different before, the survival guide for orthodontists, but we feel strongly that with the technology available to orthodontists today, the market opportunity that's available as well, and the right strategies, there is no better time to be an orthodontist. Amy and I just came back from Miami and uh, we had a great trip. It was so nice finally being back. We, uh, I gave three lectures out and I felt right at home being back on the stage and meeting so many people. And, you know, there were so many forward thinking companies that are available and so many technologies for us to use that it was just refreshing. Plus, the margaritas came out, the pina coladas came out, the wine came out. <laughs> uh, however, I, I don't think I ever remember spending 30 bucks for a margarita before. So Yeah, not pricey. at the show, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, the, the Miami Beach hotels, that's what you're going to get. Yep, yep. We, yep. we had a chance to see some of these innovators all in the same room. We were invited to Dr. Chris Seta's Illuminate Orthodontics podcast another really well-respected and excellent podcast. Uh, he did a live listening party at the AAO, which was very cool. And he had he got together some of uh, leading thinkers in orthodontic technology, John Pham of Embrace, Adam Schulhoff of Grin, Alfred Griffin of Life Force, and he moderated a podcast. And, and that was very, very cool to listen to them and how they uh, were, how they had a vision for the technologies that they brought to market and then actually the pathway to making it happen. So that was that was really cool. Yeah, yeah, uh, Chris is great. And and if you haven't tried his uh, bondable button, I think Dynaflex sells it. Uh, it's worth worth a try. Uh, we also hung out with uh, Medi Paycar and the folks at Brius who announced uh, the rebranding of its independent mover technology to Brava. And with that rebranding, we're pretty sure that they probably have some new technologies in the pipeline that we'll see as well. Mm -hmm. The uh, the branding is actually really cool. It's you can tell it's it's consumer oriented. Um, it's it's very accessible. The the Brava um, icon is an is an octopus, so that you can see the independent mover sort of reflected in that octopus. And so, I brought home some some swag from their one of their events, and my kids have uh, an octopus on every backpack right now, and the stickers all over. So, well represented. 
And we had some good conversations as well with Chris Benson and others um, in the industry who have a pulse on what's going on regarding the market opportunities for, for example, minor tooth movement. And um, it was good to talk about that because that's really um, where we focus a lot of energy and to hear Chris, um, you know, provide some trends and and really reiterate and underscore that that's where he's seeing things go as well. So that, that was really helpful. Yeah, Chris is always like the smartest guy in the room. <laughs> he's got statistics, data. I mean, he, he's just uh, yeah, wonderful. And, and one of the lectures I gave uh, at ULab with Chris, and he talked about the trends and, you know, they, they're not looking as strong as they did last year, but there are a lot of practices that are killing it. And, um, you know, we want to take advantage of the things that, that they're doing. But all in all, it was a great meeting. We saw some old friends. Uh, we met a lot of our clients. We saw some new friends. Uh, particularly appreciate those people that came up to Amy and I um, and introduced themselves and told us they loved the podcast. It made us feel a little bit like celebrities. <laughs> it was fun. Um, you know, one of the most interesting and, and for me, impactful meetings uh, was the one that we had with Gage at their booth. Um, to learn about some of their new offerings, to meet in person some of the people we had been talking with, um, to learn more about what they have to offer, um, and to really understand how we as people in practice can use their data, uh, we have a lot of shared clients, to more effectively develop marketing campaigns for, for our shared clients. So that's why we are thrilled today to have Suzanne Wilson, who is the COO of Gage and Impact360 with us today. She joined Gage as their chief marketing officer in 2018 and was appointed COO in January of this year. And she has a history in the oral health um, industry, and she's passionate about data-driven decisions, building brands, processes, and connections to consumer uh, to customer needs, which, you know, data is really my love language. That's, uh, I feel like I, I may have had a past life as a statistician. And, and so that, I think that that's um, really what provides clarity in marketing is, is data, both on the goal setting side. And we'll talk more about that, but um, just a little bit of a background. She has a BA in English from the U University of Utah, and she has an MBA from the University of Utah uh, School of Business. Welcome Suzanne to the podcast, the webcast both, and we're thrilled to have you with us today. Thank you so much. It's so good to see you guys again. Um, I definitely share your sentiments. It was really fun to meet in person, um, reconnect with people. Um, and thanks again for having me on the show with you guys. It is a natural next step from our conversations uh, before the AAO and then in person at the booth. Um, Suzanne, why don't we start uh, for our listeners who aren't familiar with Gage um, and its capabilities, tell us a little bit about what you do for the orthodontic community. Absolutely. Uh, so Gage is pretty well known, I think, as an analytics and data company. Uh, we actually have a full suite of solutions uh, from digital forms to uh, overhead management, um, all using automation and integrations. Uh, and then we're also at the AAO, we just debuted a, a new patient tracker product, which will be 
something that everybody can use from the front desk all the way through the close of the exam to manage the new patient journey. So um, we we are really excited to be, you know, well known for data analytics, practice performance metrics. Um, but in the last couple of years, we've been expanding our services to help practices with efficiency tools and solutions that just make their lives easier, let them manage less and do more. Yeah, you, you know, Suzanne, um, I'm always shocked, really shocked when I, when I speak to an orthodontist and they're not using Gage. And I can't understand it um, because, you know, how do you, how do you set goals? How do you, how do you navigate? without knowing where you are. And I, I, I just don't get it. And, you know, as orthodontists, we are inherently data-driven, right? We're measuring half a millimeter, quarter of a millimeter. We live in that, in that type of space. So, um, but I, I do understand that even those orthodontists that do have it don't always pay that much attention to it or really know how to utilize it that well. And particularly if we're looking to grow, um, how could we use Gage as a growth tool? That is an excellent question. And you point out uh, a really common issue. So orthodontists, you know much better than I do, but you're clinicians first, you're caretakers, um, you're solving problems, you're helping people achieve um, not only oral health, but probably something that is a better aesthetic outcome that can really change people's lives. There's so much required of an orthodontist in that capacity. Then you add the fact that you have to run a business in many cases. And I know some orthodontists are part of larger organizations, but those that own their own practice, okay, so now you're HR and now you're a coach. And so running the business and understanding the performance metrics, are we doing well? Do we have cash in the bank? You know, how much? And, and it was this month better than last month. That is not a small task. And, you know, orthodontists being the smartest professionals by far that, that I have, you know, the luxury of working with, uh, don't get a lot of business training typically. Um, I know some do go and get an MBA and that type of thing, but a lot of cases, orthodontists could really use some guidance and assistance when it comes to managing the business. And that is where Gage provides uh, automation, um, it cuts down all of the digging and all of the work that you would see in a corporate office where they might have a team, they might have business analysts, and then you've got, you know, an operations manager looking at everything that's happening in the business. Gage is a tool that brings a lot of that insight, a lot of that knowledge into one place. Um, clinicians, office managers, TCs, you know, cascade it down through the team, now have access that is customizable. You know, we realize that financials are often sensitive, so not everybody needs to see that kind of information, but it creates a way for everybody to see business performance as it relates to their individual job function in a snap without having to dig up a bunch of reports and what did we do last month and let me go in, you know, spreadsheet mine for hours and hours. 
it's five minutes, it's two minutes, it's a quick look. And you're able to see not only how are we doing this month, but you can say, how are we doing this month compared to last year at this exact same time? What about last quarter? I'm feeling things slowing down. Is that really happening? Do I need to worry about it? So Gage answers a multitude of business questions using visualizations, pulling all the data from your practice performance and helps provide quick, clear understanding of what is truly happening in the business day to day, month to month and year to year. Yeah, you, you know, Suzanne, I, I mean, I've been in, I was in practice for 40 years, almost 40 years before I retired. And I used it all the time. And we looked at it um, at least once a month. Uh, but, you know, one of the metrics that I've recently paid a lot of attention to is the value per visit and how mm -hmm. important that is for orthodontists to understand in terms of, um, you know, how they're treating their patients and, and what, they're, what, what it costs them um, exactly each, each time that they come in. But the missing piece for me was always the profit. So how does that relate to profit? Well, we have to know what the overhead is. So I didn't yes. even know there was the ability to have information about overhead engage. Could you talk about how that works? Yeah, absolutely. The value per visit is so important because when we think about what we are doing every day, we have a capacity, right? We can only see so many patients. We only have so many chairs, so much staff, so on and so forth. So understanding what our costs are and what our production is, is an essential business metric. So that value per visit really helps us understand, am I doing well? Um, do I need to look at some different systems? Maybe I need to do more aligners or maybe I want to look at a different kind of bracket system. You know, you had mentioned light force or maybe it's, you know, Ormco or others or, or um, using 3M, whatever it may be, um, understanding what's really going on as far as our performance in the clinic is essential to decision making. And I mean, to back up just one point, I know you had mentioned how, how is Gage used as a growth tool? Um, that question is, is almost hard to answer because we have over 80 metrics in Gage and it, and it depends really, I think, on what the goals are of the practice. If our goal is to get our phone ringing more, um, Gage has metrics that really effectively track okay, who's called in? Have we been able to successfully bring those people into an exam? And now what's our conversion rate from exam to start? So monitoring that, looking at that, leveraging services such as the ones that you provide, um, or even if they have their own internal marketing, however they are attacking their strategic growth, Gage is a way to benchmark, here's where we started, we began this program, now let's look back and see, have we been effective in increasing what we had hoped to increase, whether it be the phone ringing, maybe it's our conversion rate, maybe our focus is all about TC conversion and the sales process. So as you look at Gage, you really can look at these different parts of our business and say, what's the issue we're trying to solve? If it's value per visit, I need to decrease the number of visits to increase the value how is it that I'm going to do that? What are the systems that I need to look into? 
um, research, you know, various products, various um, methodologies, maybe our frequency of how we're seeing people in the schedule. And Gage gives you the prompt to be thinking about those business decisions. I think it's really common to be in a habit. You know, we always see people every six weeks or, um, you know, we just keep putting our name in the yellow pages as their marketing strategy, for example. That's just what we always do and things have been fine. Uh, but to take a step back and truly look at that performance and say, is it fine? If it is, great, let's celebrate. Let's go have a pizza party with the team. If it's not fine, let's think about different decisions we want, we might want to bring into the practice. Yeah, yeah. One thing that I um, think is interesting is the uh, comparison data that you you provide too, which gives us, I mean, often as a marketing agency, we have a lot of clients in the US and Canada. And so we're asked, are you seeing this elsewhere or what's going on in other parts of the Northeast? And, I, and yeah. it, Gage has a lot of data so you can compare whatever's happening to what's happening in the region, right? Absolutely, Amy. And I mean, this is why you and I connect because data is my love language too. <laughs> um, and, and sometimes I think that comparison you know, when I when I think about competitive approach as a business person, I am a person that says focus on your lane. As a runner, if you start to look to the side, you slow yourself down. You just keep going forward, then you're going to run faster. But the truth be known, of course, if that person starts to accelerate ahead of you, you can't help but notice them because they're passing you by. So um, I, I'm always a proponent of stay focused on your business, stay focused on your team, stay focused on providing the highest quality care. But there are many things within our business that we do better if we understand how others may be attacking the same problem. Mm -hmm. Example case fees. Um, if I can see, you know, I'm not getting the starts I think I should be getting. Is my case fee too high? Is it too low? Am I, is it my, how I'm, you know, providing um, a quality conversation around our value? Or is it really that I'm just priced out of the market? So being able to look at that as an example is a really effective, quick way to say, no, I'm good. And we need to, you know, dial in our processes elsewhere. Um, alternatively, you know, uh, AR can be something that can be a struggle for practices, you know, as the economy ebbs and flows, um, how are we doing collection wise as it compares to others around me? Do I have an issue? Do I need to raise a flag here? Uh, so again, it's, it's almost that exception um, report ability to understand what, what's an issue, what do we need to work on, what do we feel great about and just want to celebrate and keep doing what we're doing. Great. So Suzanne, um, it's traditional that we take a caller, a question from a caller. So if you don't mind, uh, we're going to play one right now and then you could address their concern. Excellent. Hi, Suzanne. My name is Justin Onigian. I'm an orthodontist at Cool Smiles Orthodontics in Medford, New York. Here's my question. Gage has so many metrics to evaluate. Where does a doctor or office manager start? That is an excellent question. Um, thank you so much, Justin. There are five key metrics that we recommend when some when a doctor office manager starts on gauge. And a lot of this actually has to do with some of the growth conversation conversation we were just discussing. You want to know the lifeblood of your practice, which is new patient calls, exams, 
starts, and then you want to know what's happening with your money, production, collection. Those are the five metrics we say as you get into Gage, this is your starting place. Learn and understand these. Now, there's another 75 metrics that um, clinicians and team have access to, but it can be overwhelming. Absolutely. Um, you know, I have to back up slightly and just share a little bit of an anecdote. So Gage was actually born out of um, our consulting so Mary Beth Kirkpatrick is our founder. She's also the founder of Impact 360 Consulting. And she's been consulting for a number of years. And Gage was really um, brought to life by the need for a consultant who was working closely with practices to update systems and give practices a way to see, are the changes we are implementing affecting positive change or not? Are we keeping up with all these wonderful things that, that we believe are good business practices, how can we make sure that we are capturing the information to know if we're doing well or not doing well? And if we're not doing well, let's change course. So Gage was created from all these different spreadsheets, all these different metrics that consultants were using to provide guidance to practices. So the sophistication level within Gage really gives you kind of um, the magic sauce, if you will, to all the different areas of the business that you should be looking at and understanding. The reality of our lives, busy people, business owners, families, team issues, all of that, the reality is, and we understand full well, you can't be looking at 80 metrics a day. You can't be looking at 80 metrics a month. So start with those five new patients, exams, starts, production, and collections. Um, leverage the charts and the graphs, but there's also with Engage, there's a summary table. And doctors absolutely love this, as do office managers, because you're able to see everything in one place. You can look at it for the month, quarter, you can look all the way back to five years ago if you wanted to compare year over year performance. It's an excellent way um, each morning or you know maybe it's once a week on the admin day but ensure that you're looking at those five metrics for the health of the practice I think that's really helpful because as um, as orthodontic practices on board that there's so there is a wealth of information there we look at we have a, a consultant dashboard side of things, which we really appreciate. And we'll in a minute, we'll get to some discussion around how we can use those metrics. But, you know, so for our shared clients, we can see what's happening. And there's a, you can see everything. And so it's really helpful to have a, a, a five point plan for what to look at, um, and how to get started to interpret that information. So thank you for that, Suzanne. So let's talk about how you know what we talked about at your booth at the AAO, which is how as a marketing agency can we best interpret and harness and put into place the information from our clients um, gauge data to better inform our marketing campaigns and activities well there's a couple of ways um, i'm going to start first with gauge because i think that's that's the most straightforward um, as we all know, and hopefully our audience knows, marketing is a combination of art and science. Uh, the more digital we get, I think the more science um, we can pull in. And I know I personally love that. 
but it's art. Um, just like orthodontics, is, it has some artistic components. We can't always forecast exactly how everything is going to go. So leveraging gauge data and seeing what's happening from month to month once we launch a campaign is extremely important. Um, it helps us course correct sooner. And there is a difference between the marketing metrics that I know um, you all are very familiar with and our audience may be familiar with as well. When we say we're gonna run a Google campaign, we're gonna run a Facebook campaign, um, so on and so forth. You can see how many eyeballs captured this, how many people clicked, how many people filled out a form. Very helpful marketing metrics. But what that doesn't tell you is how did that translate into the office experience? And were those truly good leads or were they not good leads? And, you know, what I know of all of you is, I mean, you are tremendously service oriented. Um, you are taking care of your clients. And so for you to be able to look at your gauge data and say, all right, we launched our campaign June 1st. It's now July 15th. I'm clearly seeing an uptick in new patient phone calls. Um, I'm also seeing an uptick in your exam numbers. So people that are calling are actually turning into an exam. As a marketing firm, you should be patting yourself on the back in that situation. You brought good leads and those leads turned into a sales opportunity. Now, if what we're seeing is those exams are not turning into starts, then we take the conversation to the next step. Were these shoppers? Um, do we need to adjust our campaign because there really didn't end up being quality leads? Or alternatively, was there an internal process within the practice that we can help provide some guidance on closing these leads and making sure that the marketing message that's out there is matching the brand promise that's occurring inside the practice when that prospective patient actually comes in and sits down with you. So it, it really um, contributes greatly to, I think, marketing activity out there um, in, in concert with all of those metrics that you're also pulling from an eyeballs and clicks standpoint. Yeah, I, I think mean, that that's... that's Go ahead, Amy. We're going to say that I, I can read your mind. I know what we're going to say. No, we're going to say something Go really ahead. similar. Um, Go ahead. No, I, I think it, it, it also for us um, is possible that it would identify some holes in terms of those that are visiting the website and then you know, perhaps making a, a call to or, you know, inquiring and then scheduling there that that opportunity for pre-selling and nurturing and providing information upfront could also tighten up the number of people who are scheduling it, the, the appropriateness of those leads for the practice. So looking even ahead of that exam and, and implementing tools that meet uh, website visitors where they are, give them the information they need ahead of time, that respect the fact that they're digital natives and they need information quickly and, and they want transparency. So we're trying to also see where we can fill those holes in order that everything that comes afterwards is nice and tight with high conversion, both from call to exam and then exam to start. You are so right. Um, thank you for sharing that. As you're monitoring that side of the metrics, yeah, are we are we missing an opportunity to engage? Because we're we're actually seeing a huge gap between those that are viewing and those that are actually calling. Um, you know, which which lends itself to the other side of our business. You know, one of our products we haven't talked a ton about, um, but I know that you're familiar, and I know that you have some clients 
we have market maps by gauge as well. And the market maps product looks at the historical success rate within a practice. So who's saying yes, who's saying no, who's in our OBS pool. We marry that with external demographic data in their local area. And then we're able to see here are the pockets of people that you do really well with. Here are the key motivators and drivers. You know, you mentioned digital natives. You know, there's still some pockets of the country where people are less digital, digitally savvy. Um, don't uptake marketing as well, but you know, they, they go to their local fair and if they see that you have a booth there, then you're in, right? So market maps really provides um, very specific, highly targeted, sophisticated information for an orthodontist based on who they're already successfully connecting with. And I think as a marketer, being able to narrow your scope, being able to, you know, kind of sniper-like approach to areas, um, types of people, absolutely increases our chances of marketing effectiveness. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to believe that um, you could really practice without having that type of data as a marketing company it's so valuable uh, and i would i would encourage our listeners that you know if you're spending marketing dollars whether you're spending it with people in practice or whoever you're using um, you know talk to them about how they could use the data in your practice to formulate the campaigns that would most effectively grow your practice um, it's a to me it's almost like taking diagnostic records you know, in an orthodontic case, um, I recently had a, one of our clients call me and said, you know, my starts are down, um, the marketing isn't working. And I said, well, that, you know, that certainly is a possibility. Let's take a look at the data. And fortunately, we had access through Gage as a consultant so that we could look at the numbers, I set up a Zoom call, and we got on and we went down the list and, you know, new calls were up. Um, yet starts were not up. Uh, so we looked at the conversion rate. Conversion rate was way down, um, you know, uh, in the 40s. Uh, so I said, well, that's something that we could help you with some training with. Uh, we also noticed that adults were down. Now, adults mm -hmm. are the fastest growing uh, segment. So, you know, w we said, well, let's fabricate campaigns to bring some more adults into the practice but those are just some of the examples but it, it it's so valuable to have data as a as a marketer and we appreciate uh what what gauge brings to the table i mean um, so the truth will set you free and so will the data is what we always <laughs> say um you know i love what you said about adults and i just wanted to comment quickly that's another thing that i um, I'm so in love with our gauge information for doctors. So with the pandemic and the Zoom effect, you know, we actually, we put out um, a white paper and, and an article talking about the adult growth and it's been double digit growth, but we got up into the twenties uh, with adult starts and growth. A lot of that was Invisalign. A lot of it was people staring at themselves on the Zoom, getting tired of that one lateral that drives them crazy. Um, so we are seeing though in the data, we, you know, and this is one of the things you brought up, Amy, when you look at the USA averages of adults, there's been a, there's been a softening in that growth. 
And so being able to look at that as a gauge client, you actually have a little bit of a leg up, right? And and understanding, okay, this is happening in the market. Am I gonna sit back and just deal with it? Am I going to perhaps engage you know, with an agency that's going to help me uh, get ahead of this and keep my adult population growth going because I'm actually going to market and make sure that I am reaching those people that are still interested or still thinking about it, while others may have pulled back. And so we've seen some softening as it relates to economy, inflation, those types of things. Um, being able to look at that, engage and, and proactively plan for it, um, you know, leveraging some of our forecasting tools as well, along with you all and your expertise, um, that's strategic advantage in a nutshell. No, no question, no question. And Suzanne, the time has flown by. I think we could certainly spend a few more hours talking about this. Uh, we, we certainly enjoy it, and I know our listeners are interested in it. So thank you. We'll have to have you back, number one. Uh, and number two, uh, Amy, I really want to thank you for spending the time uh, with us today. Um, if our listeners would like more information about Gage or Impact 360 uh, or would like to contact you, what's the best way that they could reach you? Yes, and thank you so much. I could drone on about this for days. So you guys have been so wonderful. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if you would like to reach us um, for anything, uh, go to our website, gauge.com. You can learn about our suite of products. Um, our Impact 360 consultant team is also housed within that website. Learn about what our consultants do and how they are the Navy SEALs of orthodontics um, from everything from software to systems and team management. And um, if you prefer email, just reach out to our team, info at gauge.com, or you can always call us the old-fashioned way at 800-287-3396. Great. Thanks, Suzanne. We will have you back again and look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you. Wonderful to be here. Thank you both. As we mentioned earlier in the show, this episode is powered by ULAB Systems. One reason why we like ULAB so much is because they offer orthodontists a lot of flexibility. So you're looking at gauge data, identifying opportunities and being able to capitalize on opportunities is something ULAB powers. In particular, their pay per aligner pricing lets orthodontists treat not only minor cases, but also hybrid combo and even the most complex cases more profitably. You can learn more about ULAB and why we're fans at ulabsystems.com. You can also subscribe or download other uh, You can subscribe or download other episodes of this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or SoundCloud. And if you want to see our faces, check out the video version on YouTube. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Um, if you want some information about our marketing services, how to grow your practice, or honestly, if you just want to talk, um, I'm retired and available. So uh, you can reach me at leon at pplpractice.com. It doesn't cost anything to talk. Um, but remember, and this is the truth, for forward-thinking orthodontists, it's never been a better time to be an orthodontist. And we truly are in the golden age. So you need to take advantage of it. Bye-bye for now. 
Thank you for tuning in to the Golden Age of Orthodontics. Subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or visit our website at thegoldenageoforthodontics.com for direct links to both the audio and video versions of this episode.